We've been expecting you. I am C-3PO, your protocol escort droid, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. Let me assure you, our journey through Disneyland's newest adventure is designed to be a most enjoyable one. A pleasant change from my past experiences. I'm Justin. And I'm Blake. And this is the How Do You Figure podcast. Blake. Yeah. Disney has opened up a giant Star Wars mall behind Disneyland. Right. They're calling it Batu. People call it Star Wars Land. I believe Galaxy's Edge is the actual name. And there are a ton of new toys available exclusively at Galaxy's Edge. So to talk to us today about the toys of Galaxy's Edge from Podcast The Ride, please welcome back Mike Carlson. Hi, yeah, I'm back. I'm here to talk about the toys. Uh, we can talk maybe about the rides, but maybe not, because this is a toy-based podcast. I don't know what you're yeah, I, I, about I'm, I, I would say if you want to hear about the rides, check out Podcast The All Ride. Right, fine, yeah, screw the rides. Uh, right, we're here to talk add. about the merchandise. Got it. Mike, did you buy any toys this week? I didn't actually buy them this week, but I received one this week. Uh, I got the NECA quarter-inch uh, scale shredder from the movie, from the Ninja Turtles, uh, now he's displayed next to Raphael from the same series. Uh, Raphael with the trench coat and the hat and the bat. Uh, it's great. It's like having a little man just sitting on the shelf. It's crazy how good it is. Uh, yeah, he's holding a spear. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's it. That's what I got. It's like came out like a couple like a week or two ago, and then the one place I got it from just got it in. I'm assuming they're going to have to make a quarter inch, of uh, course, splinter, splinter, and yes. that's what you want. Yeah. Like that's yes, yes, a hundred percent. But I, I mean, I don't have room. I have no room. I need to either get rid of stuff or pack stuff away, or get a bigger house. Um, but the splinter. See, the, also the problem is, as much as I want splinter, if Toka and Razor displayed at Comic Con. I got to get those. Right. Like, that's going to be a must. So that has to take precedent over Splinter. But then you don't want stuff to go out of... Really? Precedent over Splinter? I th- they're more obscure. There's not a lot of Token Razor out there. Not a lot of Token Razor out there, and it's, it's the obscure things. I mean, if he made a quarter-inch ace duck, that would take precedence. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. If it was my, um, Mounty Moose, what's the Moose character? Mounty Moose? Yes, Mounty Moose. Moose. <laughs> yeah, that would take precedent. A quarter-inch, $120 Mounty Moose <laughs> from the Playmates. And like whatever Super Seven shows at Comic Con, I'm gonna fucking buy. That is go the deep. thing that I am. I think the most excited about seeing at Comic Con. I agree with that. What <laughs> does Super Seven have? I agree. In store for the turtles. I am fascinated. There's a bunch of rumors out there. And at the same time, NECA has their turtles. Yep. And I just, yeah, man, I. And what is NECA gonna show us for their next wave of cartoon? That's a good question as well. But Super Seven, Super Seven, I think it was, uh, it might have been Pixel Dan who was hypothesizing that Super Seven will go specifically like they did with Masters and redo just the line as opposed to trying to get it more like the cartoon or a specific comic. And I would love that. I agree. Yeah. I would love it too. So, so if they do that and I see A Stuck or my beloved Scumbug, then whew. the uh, Toxic Avenger. Oh, yeah. Toxic Crusader, I guess. Was Toxic the, Crusader. Uh, just went on sale, and that looks fantastic. Yeah, and that looks like, I'm assuming it will, it'll be in the same vein, or all the, 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 the turtles will be there. That's what I'm assuming, the, too. The Ren and Stimpy they just put up will look great. Those are very cool. I can't buy all of this. I can't do that. Uh, I think you can. And... Well, I could. You're right. Hi there. 
putting our navigator R2-D2, and then we'll be on our way. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. Roger control, all status go. Merchandise is the backbone of the Star Wars universe. I feel like these rides, these new movies, all of this would not exist without the action figures. Yeah, Justin, I would argue that most of Star Wars wouldn't exist without the action figures. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, it was sustained for many years when there was not new proper, there was no new movie for years and years, and it was just toys and toys, and then, you know, finally, you know, whatever. the I guess the special editions are the first time it gets re redone. But Yeah, I'll, for a long time, the only place you could buy Star Wars merchandise was at Disneyland. Right. Uh, really? And then MGM Studios. Yeah, Blake, I know, Blake89, you do not know a world without a constant flow of Star Wars merchandise. That's true. There's never been a time in my life where it was a problem to get Star Wars toys. After the droid and Ewok cartoons mm-hmm. came and went, uh, the merchandise really went away. Uh, all merchandise. You could not find any Star Wars merchandise in the stores in the late 80s. From like 87, the opening of Star Tours on, for a while there, you could only get Star Wars merchandise. So what was Kenner putting out that made up for that cash flow then? Nothing. It's probably one of the reasons why Kenner went out of business. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Well, they had superpowers, but that ended around the same time as Star Wars. Right. Uh, What you had doing during those years is you had a bunch of failed lines uh, failed toy lines. Like Kenner released okay. a line of figures for the Kevin Costner. Uh, was it 90, 1990, somewhere around there? Yeah, Robin Hood movie. Something like that. Um, and I felt like every year for a long time, there would be like a line like that that would come out, reuse old Star Wars parts, and then disappear because there was never another movie or no one cared about the franchise. Kids weren't going to watch a Kevin Costner Robin Hood. Right. So they weren't buying the toys. Uh, But Kenner made that. There was a gap, Blake, of almost a decade where there just were not Star Wars action figures produced. As a fan, uh, as a child, were you ever thinking, oh, they'll come back? Or were you just like, that's it? Were you even thinking about it? Because George had teased like prequels, but did you think that was happening? Were you expecting something like that? Yes, I had... I got out of Star Wars probably a year after Jedi, right. and I was really into G.I. Joe mm-hmm. and, uh, like, more of the cartoon stuff that was on television, right. and I like, left Star Wars behind. When Star Tours opened, I wasn't even that excited because mm-hmm. I was kind of out of Star Wars. Like, right. Star Wars was kind of a thing that, like... Had happened. I was way more into Indiana Jones. Right. And that uh, wouldn't come for a few more years. And yeah, oh yeah, for another almost decade. Right. And I love Star Tours. Right. But did you go down early to see it? Like the first few weeks? Um, you know, I honestly couldn't tell you. Yeah. I know that I know that I went relatively Early on, mm-hmm. like I went in '87, I know that mm-hmm. because I have merchandise with the '87 mm-hmm. on it. Um, but I don't know how long after opening. I went to Indiana Jones opening weekend, but at yeah. that point I was a teenager and on my own. How I long was at the wait? whim of my parents to how long uh, did you wait? for Indiana Jones? Yeah. 
Well, we were down on Main Street was the line. Right, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say five or six hours. Yeah. It was crazy. Wow. But you had the little card yeah, it was that fun. had the, like, they, where you could decode that. the, like, yeah. things on the walls. We, and the. We yeah, got them oh, at the anniversary cool. event in 2014. They reissued them. Like, because you can see there's, like, code yeah. and, like, coded language in the queue. That's, That's cool. awesome. It was yeah. also breaking down constantly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I was way more excited about the Indiana Jones ride opening right. than Star Tours. Uh, but I remember going, and I, I, I don't even remember, like, going to Tomorrowland before Star Tours and Captain EO. Like, mm-hmm. we, would, we would always start. My mom always had a plan for every Disneyland trip uh-huh. that would involve walking down Main Street and crossing over the bridge into the castle as the first thing. You had to go through that bridge mm. into the castle. And then you would do all the Fantasyland rides. Right. But I, like, I don't remember Tomorrowland because I know my parents wouldn't have let me go on Space Mountain. And I don't know what else was over there except for the People Mover. Well, America Sings was there for a while. Well, America Sings was my favorite attraction. So you do remember that. Oh, vividly. Because that ends in 88? Yeah. But we would always, to go to America Sings... uh, and God, we're going into some real deep theme park stuff here. Yeah, America the- sings Blake definitely before Blake eighty nine. Yeah, that was a uh, one BBC. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> one before Blake. Uh, America sings was this attraction that celebrated the bicentennial, <laughs> and for some reason, it was put in Disney's future area. Of course, in this rotating. Uh, theater where the carousel right. of progress had been. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it was full of audio animatronic characters <laughs> that sang and danced and took you through a musical journey through America's history. And to five year old and under Justin, it was the greatest fucking thing in the world. Uh, I was obsessed with America Sings, but America Sings. I'll tell you what would happen. We would get in the... Uh, Monorail? No, the uh, Skyway. Oh, the Skyway. We would get in the Skyway at Fantasyland right. when we were done with the Fantasyland rides. We would take the Skyway right. directly to America Sings. Right. And then it was like right back through... So like until it back through Fantasyland right. to get to like the Country Bears and the High Mansion and stuff right. like that. So it wasn't until Star Tours opened that I even remember going to like that area mm-hmm. of Star Tours. And then it became my first place to go in the park. From like 12 through the teenage years, it was Star Tours, People Mover, Captain EO. Uh, anyway, for a long time, you could only get Star Wars merchandise in the store at Disneyland. Or in the store at Disney's MGM Studios Park in Orlando. Right. And the two stores sold different merchandise. There was very little overlap in the merchandise from the Star Trader, which was the store here, and the store in Orlando. And there were no action figures. It was mainly T-shirts, bumper stickers, pendants. Um, The only physical release of the Star Speeder was a pencil that had a little star speeder on top of it that would spin around. Mm-hmm. That was the clo- like you couldn't get like a Hot Wheel, a micro machine, anything with a star speeder on it. 
Um, I also remember very vividly, and I still have it, and I tried to dig it out of my closet to bring it today because I have to show it to you one of these days, a Star Tours t-shirt that has, like, Chewbacca and a couple other Star Wars aliens, mm -hmm. and the rest of the aliens on the shirt are just generic aliens. Wow, like, <laughs> I would like to see that. Okay, yeah. It is so bizarre. It sounds like a bootleg and item, but this it was sounds from like a, a theme This was park. from Disneyland, and even as a kid, it bothered me that there weren't those weren't like actual Star Wars universe aliens on this T-shirt. And it said Star Wars on it. Oh yeah, it says yeah. Star Tours. It has Chewie, oh, sorry, yeah. and it has a couple of other characters from the ride, and then just mm -hmm. a bunch of made-up wacky aliens. Now, if this was bought at Disneyland, is it canon post the Disney buyout? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, because of <laughs> Galaxy's Edge, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. There were some, there were some plush oh at MGM. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Never seen anything First, like First, like, that. simulator ride. Okay. Yeah. It was absolutely nuts. It's like military-grade technology. Yeah. Yeah. And then that like all the stuff like that are in malls. Tony Baxter's talked about Tony Baxter uh, like lead Imagineer on it. Talked about how like people would copy it, so you would see all these cheap simulator rides in malls and things. From I imagine then, it's like point. the blueprint for a lot of Disney Quest in Chicago because that was mostly simulator rides. Yeah, I mean, I think to some degree. I mean, I think like that Disney Quest had the roller coaster ride, so it was a version of a simulator, right? Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many different rides now that are simulators, and yeah, yeah you know, and we said Star Tours still around today. Yeah, so in the late '90s, Star Tours starts getting actual Star Wars action figures that are based off of Star Tours for sale in the Star Trader. You get your Rex, you get your androids. There was an awesome four pack that had a raise with the. Um, camera oh yeah yeah uh and they also came out with an in-scale star speeder which was that stuff is some of my favorite disney parks merchandise mm -hmm. of all time yeah like if they made three and three quarter inch scale figures for every attraction like that i'd be a happy man <laughs> loved those and from there, it they just went Star Wars merchandise crazy mm -hmm. with uh, Star Wars weekends in Orlando, and they started doing exclusive merchandise for the Star Wars weekends. They started having Star Wars like weeks out here and yeah. seasons. Star wow. Wars seasons, seasons, seasons of, of the, the Force. Force. Yes, oh, so whole see, season. California gets seasons. Uh, and the yeah. next it's thing you know, winter. my precious America sings. The entire building is just Star Wars merchandise. Launch bay. <laughs> the Star Wars launch bay, yes. It's, well, uh, it was the house that was like... And not even like exclusive merchandise. Most of it in the launch yeah, bay nothing. is stuff you can buy at any store. Yeah, nothing's that. And I don't think... I think it's like there's some Hot Toys stuff. There's some lightsabers. There's some robes. But yeah. What used to be sacred land yeah. celebrating the musical history of this great country is now just store-bought Star Wars merchandise. Well, Justin, if there's one thing we're good at, it's erasing our history and replacing those neurons with pop culture trivia. But they put the robots in less, they put the robots into Splash Mountain. Oh, well, that seems fine. Not only that, but the... It's a good ride to remember the best parts of our history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the droids that were in the queue for the original Star Tours were animatronics from America Sings. They were geese, 
that yeah. the outside was stripped off of them. And they were just using them as robots in the Star Tours queue. <laughs> have you seen? That's I mean, awesome. Have you been on Star Tours yeah. lately? You know, like the robot that's checking you in and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's a go- that's a goose. That's you can see his tail. <laughs> you can see his tail. And, and the other ride, the one down there checking luggage. What's even better than that is years later they would eventually Kinner or Hasbro would eventually make a three and three quarter inch scale figure of that droid. That is actually the stripped-down geese from America Sings. Oh. Mm-hmm. And That's yes, it's great. one of my favorite toys. Of course it is. Yeah, of course. And now, let's travel on through history and hear America Sing. Sing it, Sam! Yankee Doodle traveled south, riding on a riverboat. Played a tune and sang it out and sounded like a billy goat. Yankee Doodle liked the south, sang their songs so dear. Thought they were most elegant for everyone to hear. Yeah, so as well as they did with Star Tours merchandise, I feel like with Galaxy's Edge, (laughs) right out of the gate here, it's just crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like they're going after, like, Harry Potter, the Harry Potter lands at Universal. Like, they're doing a lot of uh, similar, excuse me, similar things to them. Where, like, merchandise is an experience, merchandise is a show, merchandise is, like, so tuned in to what like true nerds want like they really know now what like gets us riled up for <laughs> for purchase well you get to live in the world now it comes to life in your it's a living breathing almost an rpg from what i understand and when you like, say yeah. you, you're saying you're specifically saying mike because yes, i don't I know been. if a person has been as many times as you Oh, I, I know a few people that have been more. Oh. Yeah. Maybe once more. I mean, I've been three times. As of this recording. <laughs> As of this recording. When you hear it, I think I will have been my fourth time. And then then my parents are coming out to visit, and we will certainly go. But that's after the reservation period. So they just announced how you can get in now. It sounds like if you just get up at 7 a.m. and make a reservation for the cantina, you get right in to the whole land. So it doesn't sound like it's that hard. Now, have you experienced every part of the land at this point? Uh, yeah, ex- except for the lightsaber. So Savi's workshop is like their version of Universal's make your own, or get your own wand from the wand keeper. And they, so right. you make your own. There's like 20 people that go in. They give you pieces. They give you like types of lightsabers, like defense. Uh, I don't know, maybe a Sith thing. I'm not sure. Uh, and then you construct it, and it's a whole show when there's lights. And I think Yoda talks to you at the end. But you have to, like, buy it to do it. Right. That was the thing. <clears throat> I did the Wizarding World of Harry Potter here for my ex's birthday. And they choose someone. I don't know why they chose me. There were children present. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I walked up with my giant Modelo beer that I was drinking. And you could tell that poor woman immediately was like, I made a mistake. Yeah. So I just sat there and did the game and, like, sit my beer. and was like, oh, this will be a very good gift for my girlfriend. I'll just, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy. I'll just hand this to her. And we like walked through the door and they're like, did you have fun? That'll be $95. And I immediately just handed the wand back. But here you can't away. do the experience unless, unless I give you them the buy check. it. Yeah. Right. Yes. And it's double that price. Well, you know, universal it's 200. is free. The thing is, I want to, I do want to do the show at a certain point. But the lightsabers I want are the legacy lightsabers. So then in a different place, they sell the lightsaber of Mace Windu and Luke Skywalker yeah. and Vader and, you know, newer characters. Are those like the 
black series ones that I have behind. Or it's very similar. Okay. I'm wondering if I don't. They they look very substantial, so I don't know if they're exactly the same, or I don't know what the difference. They come in a different little case. But like, if I'm going to get a lightsaber, probably one of those. Yeah. But then they sell. It's crazy. Doc Ondar is, uh, and I'm blanking on his species, so no one get mad at me. Well, he looks like Hammerhead. For the Star yeah, Wars layman, he'd be a hammerhead. So he is a hammerhead. Oh, uh, like 1995, a, Justin could have told you this. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Too <laughs> much time and drugs. Uh, hammerhead. And he sits behind a counter, and he just he's working in his store. And his store is so great. It's small. IG-88 is just sitting lifelessly up in the rafters. Now, the how, f- how many stores are there in the Galaxy's Edge? I'm sure I'm going to miss one, but there's Savi's Workshop, which is the lightsaber place. There's Doc Ondor's... Ondor's Den of Antiquities. Mm-hmm. There's the Toy Darien Toymaker. Uh, there is the Creature Stall. There is... I'm trying to think. There's another little place where you can get little salacious crumbs, but it's sort of outside. And then there are a lot of little kiosks. And then there's a, a like an Imperial or whatever. You, what, what do you call them now? First like Order Resistant. What the Neutrology. First yes. First right. Order. Yeah, they have a little area over... Faster. Somewhere, so so there's a lot. I'm probably missing and the a little one as well, right? Yeah, the resistance sort of just has kiosks set up closer towards the forest area. So yeah, I, I'm not. I can't count exactly, but that's about all of them. And if you're not counting the lightsaber as a toy, and I feel like you shouldn't count it as a toy. It's not really a toy. I don't mm-hmm. think it can really be played with. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, do some damage. Yeah. Then every store there sells toys in the galaxy's edge. Well, pretty much, yeah. I think that's right. So, Doc Ondor. So, you get your you have your lightsaber experience. The Doc Ondors, Ondar, Ondars, Ondar, Ondars, I believe. Uh, Den of Antiquities is like higher end merchandise. Yes, it has like your Hollow Cube, and you can buy Kyber crystals. And right now, the big thing is that there is secret black Kyber crystals in the red Kyber crystal uh, oh. little uh, vial. So. Somebody on Reddit posted that if you pulled your phone up to all of them, you can see if it's a black one. And the black ones are going for like $500 on eBay. So anytime now you go into Doc Ondar, it's just a bunch of idiots with their phone out scanning the red kyber crystal cases. And are cases. they just small? Like the kyber crystals go in the lightsaber. So it's just like a small little jewel, Yeah, it's basically. a small little piece of plastic jewel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And there's, they sell all the different colors of it. Sure. Uh, and you can put them in the hollow cube. Uh, uh, and then you can put those together. And that's cool. And then there, you can buy a gold bust of Plo Koon, the Jedi well, Plo Koon. Great! It's in a package of like Mace Windu, Yoda, Plo Koon, and I forget one other Jedi. Kit Fitzo. I don't know. It's I not like Kit Fitzo. Name. I would have I, Fisto, right? Yeah, Kit Fisto, Kit so. right? Is his name? Uh, I believe. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'll look Fisto. it up. That sounds like a good uh, it does. robot chicken. There's dome. a mini. Uh, you can't buy this, but there's a mini Sarlacc in there too. I was just going to ask you that. Can you buy the? I don't the think you Sarlacc. can. I didn't see it. There's apparently in the comic, it explains how Doc Ondar got that mini Sarlacc. Uh, you can buy the chess sets. You can buy a oh, lot I, of stuff. I believe I actually know how he got the baby Sarlacc. Oh, you do? Yeah. I, uh, Han, he hired Han Solo to bring him back like a bunch of Sarlaccs. Oh. And, like Han got into some sort of shenanigans on the planet and like only Han. brought back one and then told Doc Ondor that that was all there was. Yeah. He's a liar. Yep. Uh, yeah, that beloved character. He's a scoundrel. He's, he's a liar. Yeah, he's very. He's a big liar. They can. You can sell. Like he's selling a lot of different. I'm sure I'm forgetting so much of this stuff. But you can buy like little, like 
old school imperial, whatever you would call them, their badges here, and you can change the little um, squares to, to talk about your like rankings and stuff. Now, I the store itself looks great from what I've seen. Yeah, and the merchandise looks great, but I haven't seen anything in Doc Ondar's that I would actually buy. Well, that's where you can buy the legacy lightsabers. They have them behind the counter. And those are cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else is in there. See, I'm not like a like a lightsaber guy. See, those I would buy. That I'm you right see, away. I like. wasn't a lightsaber guy until I saw them behind the counter, and then I wanted them. I'm a big I don't have any lights. Guy. I don't have any lightsabers or anything. But I kind of was like looking at Luke's lightsaber, the 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 Jedi one. And I was the green like, one. Ooh, like there's something that I was like, yeah, just to display that would look so it would seem nice. If I could get. A Gamorrean guard axe, <laughs> like with a real blade. Oh, like, shut, like yeah, I would buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah, like any of the skiff guard, like right. thing. Like what are they? The whatever they were, the American yeah. gladiators weapon. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lightsabers just seem. Anyway, that's just me. Uh, I think. Is there was... anything else you're eyeing at Doc Ondar's? Um. Who? Not right now. Everything. I mean, those gold busts are silly, and I like the idea of having a mini gold bust of Porcoon. How big is the bust? I'm they're, picturing well, like a real a, a thing of four. Okay, so it's like they're like this big. I think each. Okay. Or so. Um. Not right now. I have too many things, and I keep buying more. And right now, there's nothing I need in there. And there's nothing there. You know, like you can't buy like literally anything. You can't point up at the IGADA no. and be like. And oh, that, that would was, be oh, incredible if you could just walk in and be like, how much for that? Yeah. There's a little Gungan up there. I don't know if it's Jar Jar or not. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't see. know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure if there's anything else right now. But there is cool stuff that I was like, oh, maybe. If I had more room, maybe. The toy-based experience that I have heard is the best is the Droid Depot. Yeah. I haven't built the Droid I don't have that, um, but the the it's in there is very cool. They have all the droid pieces like flying above you, sort of on a conveyor belt, uh, and then the experience itself looks very cool because they just dump a bunch of parts in front of you and you pick out the parts and put it together. So I imagine that's very satisfying to be a kid and building like a little R two or BB unit. Doesn't be my question. Is it like just astromech droids, or are there different templates you can it's, choose, or is it like the Disney Quest had that like Sid's toy box where you oh could just yeah right right put together anything and it was any action figure you wanted. There were just pieces in a bin. This seems um, like it's a little bit more. Here's directions and dig for the piece you need. Um, Which, don't get me wrong, still great. Right. I think, yeah, I, I think it's basically R2 unit, BB unit, and then there's a variety of different colors and options for both of them. There's also like like the R5-D4, right? Or is that something different? Like, are those droids... Oh, that's a good question. That's still an astromech droid, but you know, it's not there Maybe there is a, a top or something of an R5. I forget. So speaking of the droid depot, droid depot, right? Yeah, you droid depot, yeah. So uh, of- you brought... Uh, I, I well, I'll just hand it over to you because I am in awe. Yeah, so Droid Depot, you can also buy just like a little C three PO that talks. You can buy a little R two, um, and then you can also buy which uh, he's. If you're a fan of Star Tours, you know him as the former pilot of the Star Speeder. But now they found a new home for him in the land as the DJ at uh, Uga's or Uga, I, we still don't know how to pronounce it. Uga's Cantina. Pilot? What's that? I said, who's the pilot of Star Tours now, then? Oh, it's C-3PO. Okay. Oh, that's right. I've yeah. been there since then. 
Um, so they found uh, this was one of my favorite things at D23 a couple of years ago when I was in the parks panel. They were announcing stuff about Star Wars Land, and then they were like, and then we found a new home for, and people lost their minds. <laughs> and they showed a little picture of Rex DJing at the cantina. So now there is a fully DJing little Rex robot, still voiced by, excuse me, voiced by uh, Paul Rubens. And you can buy him, and he is, uh, he moves around. Let me turn him on. He moves around. There's a little remote. I don't know if you can really hear that. Um, so he, uh, like, he has, like, sounds. He does, uh, he is a Bluetooth speaker, so you can play uh, anything you want on him. This is a new Bruce Springsteen album. <laughs> Uh, Western Stars. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I if you hear Bruce, this is uh, Rex is playing him. But then, like. <laughs> oh, my God. Great. So he can play, yeah. I yeah. love the size of this, too. It's like substantial. I was worried it was too small, but this is a pretty nice, substantial size. I feel of like them. it's the perfect size. It's great. Yeah, because yeah. any bigger, and it's a little weird that you have it. And then he's smaller, <laughs> and then it just kind of like blends in. Yeah, yeah, you want that to be prominent in any collection, right? So, so he <laughs> that's he can my do favorite that. thing. It does. You can play anything you want on him. He there's a, a few only a few minor gripes. Do I have is that it's a little plasticky and it's expensive and it should be. I feel like the finish. Should I'm going to guess. Can I ask how much? It I'm going to guess just fifty dollars. Oh, one fifty really? easy. It's one one fifty. Yeah, it's, it's it's too expensive for sure. Um, he should have a little bit of a nicer finish, probably. It should be look a little more metallic and a little less plastic. Um, and then also, he is battery. He's not like there's no like ion battery to recharge. Oh. which is a pain in the ass. And the and the controls are like a very old school like RC hmm. type controls. Okay. So they, they definitely skimped out on something. But he looks Still great. Like him, though, yeah, he looks great. great. And like it is a fun little speaker. Uh, and then his all of his little and he says stuff. Um, and I think the thing that I love most about it is like it's not R two, it's not three PO, it's a piece of merch from the park. Yeah, yeah it's park specific. And yes, you fall you fall in love with Rex all over again after you're drinking inside of his cantina. First place you can drink, not a club, not for rich people in Disneyland proper. Yeah, I was gonna say because it's usually in California. Now I think I know the answer to this already, but there's not an old school pilot Rex version. No, it's just the uh, it's just this orange version. So yeah, he he used to be blue and now he's orange. Uh, I think I would prefer that. Uh, well, that's the more nostalgic choice. Yeah. Um, if I leave him on, he's going to turn himself off, which is what he does. This maybe this is spoilers, but to get around the narrative problem of having a loop, because obviously he's not doing twenty four hours or twelve hours of different programming. They do a whole bit where he shuts down and he has like a power surge and he forgets everything he just did and then he powers up again and he's like, I'm DJ Rex. And then he's like, he does some of the lines mm. from Star Tours and the bartenders do a fun bit where they like make the power go back on. It's great. Because the whole park has a story, right? Oh, so he oh, needs it does. to, yeah. Um, yeah. So he, uh, yeah, that's like, that's maybe the highlight of the land thus far. One does, of the highlights. Does this say any like old school Star Tours lines? So you know he gets a little. So this is a pre-built one. You can build the other ones. Then I also know uh, 
one of the things that I've seen a lot of like old school action figure collectors excited about is the Droid Depot sells a updated version of the old uh, Droid Factory playset. Oh yes, that's yes, yes. I've seen that. Uh, and there's a multi pack of Astromic Droids as well to go with that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I think that's the only three and three quarter inch action figures available in the land so far. Right. Uh, there's some six inch that we'll talk about a little bit later. But uh, yeah, I could see myself picking up that. Uh, um, I liked the the old Droid Factory when I was a kid. I loved. Yeah, the uh, they also sell twenty five thousand dollar R two units if you want. I saw last week that on CNN they I think they reported that a guy bought one of the twenty five thousand dollar R twos. I think you can, those exist. I think you can customize it maybe too. That's what really? I read. But I, it's it's not. You can't see. That happened in the store. <laughs> you got to go behind somewhere to, to deal with that. But I will say this: as I was picking up R two, as I was, it was, uh, or excuse me, as I was picking up Rex, there was the big R two unit, the full size one next to me, and it came alive as I was picking it up. And I talked to him, and he react like he. We did a full dialogue, and he came alive, and everybody was like, kids were running up and hugging him. It was great because like they were talking about doing. The full autonomous droids in the land, but I think they were worried that early on, at least, too many people, kids kicking it over. But they were testing it out in the droid depot, which was really fun. Um, so, yeah, maybe when I have a little more money, I'll spring for the fully autonomous R2. Well, yeah, one day. One day, yeah. Now, there's one store in Galaxy's Edge that actually has toy in the name, and that is the Toydarian Toy Maker. Yes, Toydarian Toy Maker, not Toy Shop for a while. I thought it was. I think it's Toy Maker. Yeah, uh, you don't really see. I was hoping for a full uh, Toydarian animatronic. animatronic. Yeah, me too. Um, I think there's like a little sh- a silhouette of the character. Yeah, but that's making it. the toys. Making the toys. Oh. Yeah, very disappointing. Yeah, um, and that's all. And no Toydarian merchandise available in the Toydarian. Watto. Oh, you can, you get can a buy lot. a plush Watto, yeah. Jason Sheridan, my co-host on podcast, where I bought a plush Watto. I think someone else I went with bought a plush Watto as well. The yeah, so character. They, it looks like they mainly have plush in this store. Like they have wooden action they figures. They have little wooden little ones, which are, which are cool. Yeah, I like that. There's, oh, there's, there's awesome. an Admiral Ackbar. Yeah, there's a wooden so, Admiral Ackbar that looks good. Oh, well, we're going Fats. to Anaheim tomorrow. Yeah, Stormtroopers and stuff. Batu Blake. There's a yes, yeah, sure. there is a what's interesting is if you look up in this in the decorations, there is a big like skiff or sail barge. Yeah. And like little tiny cool toys of all the of the, all the characters on there. But you can't buy that. That's not for sale. I don't think so. Oh, man. See, I was wondering that. That, that looks great. Yeah. But I don't think you I don't I didn't see it. I mean, also, like, even though I've been three times, it's a, kind of a whirlwind. So it's possible I missed it. And that's a very cramped. Uh, store, and then outside so, of the wooden toys, there's also stuffed ones that look like handmade. They look like you could buy them on Etsy, type of. Yeah, that's so. like the Watto, and you can buy a Finn and Ray and uh, right. Vader, I think, and Kylo Ren. Yeah, those are the yeah. the idea being, there being made by a sweatshop at Toy Darians. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. That's you know, the you idea. can tell they're handmade when they have those flaws. Yeah, they didn't want to sell, I think, figures, and they wanted to really try to get in the land and make exclusive things that yeah. you would be able to... You know, it's all canon now. Yeah. And You're then there's a it. store that sells all creatures. Yeah, and that's mostly plush, and then, like, some rubber. But you can buy your Porg there, you can buy, a, I believe, a Wampa, 
You can buy a Wrath Tar from Force Awakens. Oh, who doesn't love the Wrath? The Wrath Tars, <laughs> famous character Wrath. Keeping the Wrath Tars alive. Yeah. Um, so Minox, there's Minox thing yes. outside Jabba's palace. Yeah. The war, like there's tons of stuff. It all looks pretty good. They give you a little a fun little case, a little like um like a paper thing that looks like a little jail, <laughs> like a little cage for um, them. And they have the spider monkeys. That's like I guess like that's the other big toy of the yeah. land. And those the are salacious crumb looking. Yeah, and they're monkeys. very much like they were selling ban- little banshees in Avatar Land, right? Uh, which is like there's a little magnet, and that you put it under your shirt, and it keeps them perched on your shoulder. And then I think there's a thing that make you like touch, and they can like talk. And they, uh, the little uh, monkeys, yeah, they make noises and stuff. It's very so, cute. in the narrative of this world and Star Wars, mm-hmm. if we're now buying toys off of Darth Vader, similar to how in the Marvel movies people are like playing with Iron Man. Yes, right. I can now buy like a little wooden Darth Vader. Do all these profits go to the Empire and the new Death Star? It's unclear. I mean, the the First Order is like kind of come in and taken over a little bit. Right. Depending on, but then on the other side of the forest, it's more resistance people. It's a bit unclear. Uh, Force Awakens, I saw somebody talk about this. Force Awakens like sort of has the idea of like, oh, Luke Skywalker, a myth, even though like he got a big medal and a big ceremony. He's a legend, yeah. Right, even though it was like 30 years prior, so I don't know. So it is a bit odd that like there's these the dolls of these characters that are like myths to everyone. I don't know if that's what they're going for. I assume that is what they're going well, for. Well, that though. was part of even like Palpatine's thing by four, five, and six. He had made everybody forget about Jedi's. Yeah, that's they're, true. Yeah, I, I guess that's also like yeah. Han's whole arc is in A New Hope. It's yes, like none no, of this is right. real. And by we're getting into the woods now. I just it's, think it's I, fascinating. I'm not that into the like immersive. Like I, I'm a huge theme pa- uh, theme park fan. But the immersive stuff doesn't win me over like a good ride. And I don't – I would rather – I would rather be able to buy, like, more action figures in the land of more obscure characters than play um, by this – these, these set of rules nice of the that you have to like believe RPG. you're on that too. They're already sort of breaking that, though. Okay. I good. mean, like, like – Having the, to- the the toys in the in the droid factory already is pushing it a little bit, and they actually have six inch black uh, figure yes. action figures in a couple of the stores there. Yes, with and, Rex. Uh, yeah, there's one with Rex, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> this is really shitty of them. Uh, Galaxy's Edge is the only place you can get the six inch black series Hondo. Oh right. Uh, and he's only available in a three pack with Chewie <laughs> and someone else who and Ray, Chewie and Ray, huh. who have already has. been out before. Right. Yeah. So and they're the same figure, right? They're the same figures. Yeah. So I don't know how I'm assuming it's like a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm sure it just is to toss out it's two figures. Be. Yeah. To get like, Hondo and Akka. I never cared about Hondo until the ride. Right. And when you go on this ride, you I'm love gonna, Hondo. And I'm going to need a Hondo yeah. action figure because he's a park specific now yes. thing. Uh, and that sucks. So if people are going to galaxy's edge and they're trying to get their hands on a certain piece of merchandise, whether it be a droid or a stormtrooper or anything like that, any tips? Oh, well it depends. I mean, it depends if you're going, when is this coming out next week? Next week. Okay. At this point, reservations are done. 
uh, the wor- the lightsaber, if you're going to do Savi's workshop, or if you want to go to the cantina in general, at 7 a.m. every day, you log on to whatever Disney website and you make a reservation. The problem is, of course, you have to do it, especially if it's the workshop thing. Like you, you probably pay, I think you forfeit $200 if you don't show up for your reservation. But that also is your way into the land as well. So that honestly, I think we'll see what the demand is. But that should probably be pretty easy to make that reservation in the morning um, for both of those things, just depending on being flexible during the day. Uh, as far as anything else, I mean, I think a lot of the legacy lights, lightsabers have been selling out. I know Mace Windu sold out very fast. Uh, I think I'm trying to think what else sold out. I think Ray's sold out really fast. Uh, so those, are, I think, just pop up once in a while. But I'm not sure that they're out of anything else. So I think, you know, probably as, as most places around Disneyland, like, do your shopping toward the end of the night when the crowds are thin and you walk in there and whatever. But I don't know. Yeah, other than that, I'm not sure. And is it all? Is it always going to be reservation-based, or is it eventually just going to be open if you're at Disneyland, well, wander over to Bottom? That's eventually the idea. Um, but they're doing like a reservation thing now, which is like in their app. So like as soon as you get into Disney, you search on your app and it'll tell you if it's just if you're if you're able to just walk into it or they'll give you like a time or I think they give you a group. I think that's what they said today. So you'll get like group 12 and then it'll tell you and you'll have two hours to come over and get into the land. So but I assume in a year, maybe, maybe less that it'll be. You know, something you can just walk in and out of. Who knows? We'll see. But, but until probably then I'm waking up at seven a.m. to see if I can go, and then heading down. Yeah, I mean that's, that's on, fine. That honestly seems like just make a cantina reservation at yeah. seven a.m. and then you're good. Like that seems almost like the easiest way because I think they'll probably be able to make it for a specific time. Because like I would, I would recommend night. I would recommend going at night because it's very everything's better at night, but like it's really great at night. So yeah, I don't know. That's probably. Um, and have the fuzzy tauntaun at the cantina because it numbs your mouth. And I, I like that. Scent. I li- there's the foam on the drink, like tingles and numbs your lips. And I, it's good. <laughs> do they? I guess out of curiosity, do they have like a drinking cap at the cantina? You mean like if you've had too much? Like yeah, is like a two drink maximum? They say that. Drink. I would or imagine. Or get loaded. Well, they say to. Well, they, you I can think get it's going to be quite a bit of money if you want to get loaded. Wow. It is quite a bit of money. <laughs> uh, my friend who I went with a little while ago, they have a. They have. Um, you can buy a a Rancor flight of beer. It's a big and it's a nice sturdy wooden plank with four Rancor teeth with different beers in them. <laughs> We're going That's to Batu tomorrow. Yeah, and it's $75, but it comes with a thing. It comes with it. Keep the Rancor teeth? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. my God, we're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so he bought that because he was like, oh, I wanted a beer flight. And that was the first thing that got him. He bought something else, too. I forget what it was. Um, but, yeah, so, like, that, they're all modest sizes yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I, I imagine you could probably, like, maybe, like, wink, wink, get a third. But sure. But they might sort of. At least right now, they're also trying to usher you out quickly because it's a very small place and everyone is still a little on edge every time I go in. I would recommend uh, drinking in the parking lot before. Well, of course, Justin. It's not my first time at Disneyland. I'm hoping that now that we've seen this whole, like, new level of merchandise for Galaxy's Edge, we'll start to see 
a new level of merchandise for other rides. <laughs> uh, I hope so. I do. I think that probably the next thing we'll see is for Marvel because it's coming soon and it's new. Yeah, so. but we don't need any Marvel stuff. Well, we got we've, plenty of Marvel. I stuff. agree. I'm just saying that that's the next wave. I think of the of the crazy merch. Um, but yeah, what are you looking for? I mean, well, I'll tell you what. My anything. I would buy literally anything like this Rex, like a parrot from the Tiki Room. Mr. Toad. I would buy Mr. Toad. I would buy anybody from Splash Mountain. Any yeah. like. I mean, I, I agree um, with that. A sunny eclipse like this wreck. Okay, fair enough. That with a Bluetooth. I mean, sunny yeah. eclipse though is unfortunately not popular, which is tragic. I find that hard to believe. He's it's always empty in there at Cosmic Rays. Well, that's because the food is horrible. It is horrible food in there. Yes, <laughs> they really need to make it better food. Um, yeah. So I know I, I uh, look. I agree with all the things you're saying. My biggest thing is that I want a Michael Eisner toy. I want like a hundred dollar Neca quarter scale Michael Eisner. Because uh, that's like the ultimate Disney merch. You should be able made. to buy like a multi pack of all the CEOs. Yeah, Card Walker, Iger, everybody. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I don't think they want to do that. Because now they've like well, there's so much Walt stuff in the pictures of Walt, the yeah. painted pictures of Walt in a train. Like, give us a little Eisner merch. Eisner just retweeted us because we posted a supercut of him saying hello. But I don't think he. I don't. So far, we have no. Uh, like official outreach uh, to get him on the podcast. I have a feeling it's going to work out eventually. I saw him on CNBC, an interview he did like a couple days ago. He's 78 years old. He, he looks, does not look it. He looks great. Wow. Maybe a little slower, but he's uh, pretty sharp. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe, I wouldn't mind a little stuffed Eisner either. Sure. If a Toydarian made an Eisner doll, I'd be into it. <laughs> yeah, now that'd be great. Um, but the but the sad fact is that that stuff doesn't sell as well as the general Disney movie stuff. That this is the problem with all of it is that like I don't even know how well Rex is selling. I mean I'm I don't know so far I don't think we know like what's the breakout hit of the land. I think right. Disney can afford some lost leaders. They always put out. They a don't want to time. though. This new corporate culture. It's affected Vegas. It's affecting Disney. They can't have something fun. They have to have everything making the most amount of money at all the times. What toy from something in the park doesn't exist <sighs> that you'd like to see? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Like, there are, well, in Japan, there is a, a, a fan fan group, official fan group of the Tokyo Disney Parks called Funderful Disney. And every year they release a high-end... It's like, what is it, 10 inches? You've seen it. 8 inches or 10 inch doll 12. of Mickey. What's that? It's 12. Well, it's in, it's in the one. It's not 12, but it's in that scale. It's in the one right, right, right. 16th scale. And it's, it, it is, um, it's Mickey Mouse, and they've made Minnie as well. And But they look like the in-park character versions, not the cartoons. And uh, my girlfriend bought me one for my birthday, which is, it's too expensive, but she wanted to really razzle-dazzle me, and it worked uh, but I want more stuff like that, I think. I want a full, goofy Donald, all of them in that scale that like are fuzzy because they're suits. Yeah. Like, that would be great. That would be great. Um, and, like, in the end, like how NECA makes uh, Ninja Turtles and they're, like, high quality but, like, 100 bucks and have some flexibility to them, like, more of the characters. Like, if it was a full Country Bear set, like, we're getting... It hasn't come out yet, but... Uh, the Justin Ishmael uh, Billy Bob 
um, from the Rockefeller explosion, mm-hmm. which uh, Lindsay pre-ordered for my uh, for Christmas, my Christmas. Uh, that all country bear set of that. I don't want to even talk about the rumor that it's going away. Um, but God, a set of yeah. all the characters in that scale would be great. I mean, I think that's probably what you're saying, like park specific characters in a higher end scale, just in general, probably. Uh, have they announced any of the exclusive merch for D twenty three? Yes, they have. Anything uh, like there is a they're making fifty. There's a little Mister Toad like bronze statue. Oh, like the statue. Mm, similar, but not that would be. They, that, I don't know why they don't do that. That makes too much sense for them to make the statue <laughs> everyone takes a picture of. But it's a little bronze Mister Toad statue, and he's got I don't know if he has a deed or something or a parking ticket. Uh, but there's only f- they're making fifty of them. It's limited to fifty. I was like, what? Uh, there's four Dapper Dan Funkos, which are fun. Um, I don't know. There wasn't too much in there that I was like, oh, I got to have this. I know there's a Rex Funko coming to Galaxy tomorrow. Uh, whenever, yeah, not it's, it'll be out by the time this comes out. But yeah, it's coming tomorrow. I do wonder how popular that one will be because everyone. Now has this fury to get all the Funko, the Disney Parks exclusives, but then some proved to be less popular. Like the Splash Mountain was so popular, Haunted Mansion so popular, the Alice in the Teacup I think was popular, but I think people overbought because now you can get it for under face. And I think maybe even Splash Mountain too is not so expensive anymore. But it'll, it's interesting. I wonder how, what the demand for Rex will be. We'll see tomorrow. Mike, thanks for coming on, talking Batu, Galaxy's Edge, thanks. the toys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter, Fat Carlson, P-H-A-T-C-A-R-L-S-O-N. That's on all the Instagram and all the things. Uh, and then the podcast, Podcast the Ride, where all podcasts are, and follow us on social media at Podcast the Ride. Yeah, that's it. Blake, where can they find us? Well, before they do that, Justin, they need to leave us a review on iTunes. Oh, sure. And they need to give us five stars, because I think we deserved it. Then, if they have topics, questions, comments, concerns, quibbles, quabbles, they can either email us at howdoyoufigurepodcast at gmail.com, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash howdoyoufigurepodcast, Twitter at howdoyoufigurepod, and Instagram again at howdoyoufigurepodcast. And then that's that. All right. It couldn't be easier to Sounds find right. and listen and share our show. Sounds great. Please do it, because I get worried about Justin's electric bill. Thank you. (laughs) 